All right, Brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. But let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. podcast. This place is an untapped resource. With your host, Flex and Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Charlie Chase. You're very good, you. You're goddamn right, you is. For the everyday fantasy sports player. You just blew my mind. Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people, people. What's up, party people? Welcome once again back is the incredible. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless. Here on my man, 100 years. Charlie Chase, baby. You're liking that, aren't you? I'm liking it. You're liking you, you got yours, I got mine. <laughs> Is, is my enthusiasm rubbing off on you, Charlie? Yeah, a little bit. All well, right. It's football season. Football season's rubbing off on me. That's the exciting part. Wait, wait, listen, I'll never hit you, Charlie, so knock yourself out. Listen, sure. so uh, enough about you and me. Charlie, welcome in another special guest, my man, Butch. What's up, Butch? What's good? Butch, welcome to the show. Thank what, you. Thank, what, you. Well, thank you for coming. I know, and it's funny because out of every, uh, you know, we talk about all these other guests we have, you were actually the first one to hit me up about it. Even before the show started, right, and right. you were like, "Yo, Flex, this is awesome," and you were like, I, I, "I can't wait to hear this," and you were like, "I want to be a guest." And I'm like, "Absolutely, I want to have you on as a guest." Yeah, and now you're here. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank yeah. you, thank you. We I make it happen here group. at the BFB Podcast. What do you think of the show? Listening to it so far, so far so good, man. You guys are great. Besides me being loud. No, I love I love the uh, the soundboard. You know, Charlie's good. The <laughs> DFS, the like a week or two ago, yeah, yeah. really like that. That was a good touch. Yeah. Say yeah, that. we got to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Got to expand, gotta expand the, uh, the spectrum. Yeah, do you play DFS or you're more season long? No, nah, I play some DFS. Oh, yeah? That's why I like that, yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to go more pro, but it's just too much time. You know? Yeah. You can't play season Yeah, you got to gotta put a lot of time into it. But if you put the time into it, you you definitely get you know what you what you get out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Don't but, be scared um, to speak a little closer, by the way. Sure, sure. Yeah, my bad. Said, that's all right. Most people get, you don't realize that. After it's funny because uh, Charlie, I realized that most when he went to the first show. Because I know I'm naturally loud. It was good. And then I really am. Naturally. I am naturally just loud. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I am. I can't help it. This is what I am. I used to tell my wife it was because I'm Your Italian. Curse, Flex. I used to say it was because I'm Italian. But now Charlie is definitely throwing that <laughs> out, knowledge, that uh, thing out the window. So it's not being Italian. Well, it, Italians are not loud. They're just, a lot of times they're animated. You know no, what I mean? Like how, we're loud. Like you ever heard the old joke, how do you get an Italian to shut up? Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, you cut off, cut off their hands? Yeah, cut off their hands. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, uh, it's like an episode of Family Guy when they, uh, when, when they were like, there was, there was like um, secret spies somewhere like in Russia, and there were sleeper spies. And to activate them, you had to say the words to, to, for them to activate the chip in their head. And it's like, it's a secret code that nobody will ever say, which is, my gosh, that Italian family at the next table is really quiet. And that was like the thing, and like nobody would ever say that because Italians are just loud. I know my Italian family is loud. My father's loud. No, I'm Italian too, I believe. Ah, yes, you are Italian. I, I, I forgot. Loud. I yes, know I'm loud. Yes. I get yelled at all the time. Yeah, what what part of Italy? I'm from Salerno. Southern oh, cool. Italy, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Very nice. What else are you? Italian Wales? I'm all Italian. You're all Italian? 100%, yeah. 100%? I thought you were something else. No, nah, all oh, okay, Italian. Okay, okay, okay. That, people... That's how me and you kicked it off on, in the first time we met. I, I remember, but it was so long when we first met <laughs> and, uh, for the football team. Right, right. That the, the DJ Brinka put us on. Yep. You know he DJed my wedding? Did he? Yeah, he DJ'd my wedding. I haven't seen him in a while. I was Brinker. So you guys met on great. the football field? Is that how yeah, this we friendship were, started? We were on the football team, yeah. And then, you know, we had we found, realized more mutual friends we had. Shout out Sandro. Another Italian. Oh, my God, Sandro. Shout <laughs> Another out Sandro. Another Italian. Yeah, <laughs> shout out Sandro. 
Uh, yeah, and that's how it all all came into play, you know. So here's the important question: What? You're a fan of who? Because we we've got nothing but Giant fans up here. So help me out here. <sighs> Sorry, I'm a Giant fan oh, too, damn. Charlie. <laughs> Our next guest will not be a Giant I, fan. I, I promise would, you. I would really. <laughs> I'm really a Cowboy fan up here for you, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to get my boy, my boy Tino, to come on the show, but we're trying to get the scheduling down right. I know he's he's leaving kind of soon. My friend Tino, and he's a big, big Cowboys fan. If we had him here. Both of you, he's so smart with football, Tino, and he knows like his stuff so much that he'd probably, I, 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 it'd be a big argument just the whole time going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, because he's smart and you'll feel more at home. I told him, yo, I need somebody to help out my boy Charlie. We do have other Not guests. Any doubt. We, nah. Not so against we, you, Flex. We, nah. <laughs> we do have other guests coming up that we do have planned out, and uh, I do have some Cowboys fans coming for you, Charlie. Don't worry about it. But, um, it's funny when you actually mentioned earlier about the DFS. I know, Charlie, you love playing DFS. Of course. And it's funny because if you look at our YouTube and you follow us, you know, when you go on YouTube, type in Better Fantasy Bureau. And also, just don't forget to follow us on uh, Instagram at BFB Podcast, at Podcast BFB on our Twitter. And uh, do whatever you can to win yourself the Le'Veon Bell jersey. That's still going on. But to speak about when DFS, so when I was making the little intro, you seen the YouTube show, show at all or no? Uh, I think maybe like the first one. I know, I know you always. I know you listen all the time. That's great. But I say, but you, you do. And I know on YouTube, if you watch the intro little video of all the rooftop oh, animations, yes. yeah, yeah, you right, seen right. that, right? Right, the billboard. Yeah. So I was making that. You know, like I was making the Welcome Big Benefits Bureau. I was making the whole animations, and when I and, and if you see the stats that come up, right? So their mind says, you know, six feet tall, two hundred fifty-five pounds, Marvel geek gamer, terrible dancer. But I had a bunch of things I was going to put up. I was going to put like loves Chinese food and or hates burpees, <laughs> like like stuff like something funny bad about me. So I asked Charlie. What do you want me to put for yours? I can't think of anything bad or something that I hate. I was like, come on, Charlie. I got to think of something. No, I can't think. So there's nothing funny that's bad about you or nothing that you hate. No, I could just, just put avid DSF player. I'm like, put up something that you hate or something that's bad or something funny. No, I can't think of anything I hate or I'm bad at. I was like, oh, God. You, know, you just put it bad at thinking about stuff to write about. It's like <laughs> Typical cowboy fan. Typical. Nothing's wrong with you. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> nothing's wrong with Charlie. We had a big debate yesterday, you and I. Oh, yeah, we did. We, we got into it. Now, let's ask you, since you're on the show. Sure thing. And I'm going to sure. get into it. So, Charlie believes. Now, this is very, you could very easily call him a homer. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if that's the case. It's very easy to make that case by calling him a homer. But he just believes at the end of the day that Zeke Elliott is going to be the number one overall fantasy scorer. Now, I'm not asking if you believe that or not. That's not the question. That's mm-hmm. fine if he believes that. Now, let, but we could both agree. As we know, we're Giants fans. We're both big fantasy fo- sports players. It is possible that could happen, right? right. That's not out of the realms of impossible. It's crazy. That I mean, like saying like you know, Tavon Austin is going to be the number one overall fantasy player is crazy. Talking about what we did last. <laughs> I don't week. believe I ever said that. though. No, you didn't. But I'm just giving an example that that's crazy to okay, say. Okay, but let's get our facts Sa- straight. Saying I wasn't claiming that you were saying that, but to say Zeke is going to be number one overall, that's possible, right, Butch? Yeah, possible. Okay, it's possible. So let me speak first, and then you could give your rebuttal. I, I didn't say a word. No, I know you didn't. But I'm just saying before you do. So. I actually, we're talking about it. He's been, saying, he's been saying it for a while that Zeke's going to be number one overall, which is funny because we just had our first draft the other day and we had the second overall pick. And I don't like the second overall pick. I don't, I don't, want, I don't, want, I don't want that. You have the fourth pick in our league. I know oh, you're in our league. I hate four. <laughs> I did a mock and I have four and I was like he, fumbling today. He loves four because Zeke is I right. got the fourth coming yeah. up. I got a, a draft uh, next week. I got the fourth pick. At four, who was there today that I was scratching my head was it was Bell and Zeke. Bell and Zeke at four? At four. Wow. And, I, and obviously, I mean. You took Bell. I took Bell. Yeah. But I really was, was contemplating Zeke. Of course. I, I, I can't. It's not a hot take. I kind of almost agree with Charlie. I think Zeke could have 
Yeah, he could. A great year. You know, I, no, no, no. Just, I, to me, it's just based on the volume. Right. He, he's going to get yeah. you know close to 380 touches. So that that's why it's just opportunity. You know, like the top four backs, as far as talent level goes, they're they're all right there, neck and neck. Right. I'm just, I just think he's just going to get more opportunities. No, I I I I never said that he can't be the a great fantasy player. I never denied he wasn't. Mm-hmm. I know he's going to be a great. And I said on the show before, if you want to take him over, fine. I think you're fine. I don't think you're crazy for doing that. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, and it was funny because he, I was going to let him take Zeke number two. Also, I was like, "Fine, we're going to do gonna it." Let me flex. We had a debate, and I was like, "Look, I'm I could easily, take Zeke. I could easily told you, no, this is going to be my no because it's going to be a team later on. We be like, oh, it's going to be my no because we shared a team. So I was going to let him have what he wanted because at number two, I wanted Bella Gurley, and if he wanted Zeke, then that's kind of like who's going to let who get it, right? right. So that's letting you the, get the Zeke. Trade off. That's letting you get Zeke, but they took Zeke number one overall. <laughs> So he never got Zeke. So the decision was made. So we go. Number one guy was pretty smart. I had to give it to him. So then this is, but this is this is the argument. So I told him. So he's been saying it for a long time. And I told him, I'm like, I'm still laughing. How the guy took Zeke number one overall. And then he goes, uh, he, he, whatever. He, he's like, he's going to be the best player in fantasy. And I says, you want to bet? So I asked him if he wanted to put a bet on it. Right? I'm not going to take that bet. I'm not going to give you the field. I'm not going to give you all the other players. And I just take Zeke. And I'm like, so then you have doubt. That he might not be. He's like, no, because it's not a favorable bet. It's not. It's not. It's not in my favor. I'm like, right, because it's, the, it's goes, a sucker's bet. Uh, see it's what a I, sucker's see, bet. See what I said? See what I said earlier about letting me give my rebuttals? Did I but not say that? But you're not presenting the bet the <laughs> oh, right no, way, no, no, though. No, 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 no. I said, you tell the I, whole story, not part of it. I said, let me speak first, then you rebut. And did you not just cut me off? Good. Good. All right, exactly. See what I have to see what I have to say to begin with. <laughs> I'm telling my version of it. All right, the defense goes up when the prosecution is done. All right, so then what happens is. I then, uh, I told him, you want to make a bet on it? And my whole point was this, that I just want him to agree that, yes, I strongly believe that he's, I want him to say, oh, yeah, Flex, I believe Zeke's going to be number one overall. I believe it strongly, but there are chances that he won't be. Okay, fair enough. Because then he was like, no, I bet he's going to be more than the five other running backs. I'm like, no, but that's not the argument. You're saying he's going to be number one overall player overall. Mm. Now, would you, would you agree with that so much that you would put money on it? And he's looking at it as like a betting way about odds, which is a smart way when it comes to bets. I'm like, take the odds out of it. It's like me saying, I believe the Giants are going to win the Super Bowl. Now, I believe it could happen, but I don't feel that strongly about it that I wouldn't bet on it. Now, I'm not a betting man in general. Like I told Charlie, you want to play me in basketball, I'm gonna so, I feel so strongly that I would beat you in basketball that I'll bet on that. That that's how strongly I feel about it. So you're telling me you feel very strongly that he that Zeke will be number one overall, but there's not that strong enough to bet on it. And he's like, oh, no, but he's looking at the odds. Like, don't look at it at odds. I don't want you to look at it odds way. I want to look at how strong do you feel about it. We're not looking at it at odds. We're not looking at numbers way. How strongly... Do you feel about it? You make a bet. Now, I'm not a betting man. I'm not a gambling man. Charlie is a gambling man. That's He's a gambling he man. The, he won't take those and odds. I, and I told, him, right. and I told I'm him 100%, to explain this I told him 100% that I understand that, but look at it my way. That I just want you to say, Charlie, that, yeah, I strongly believe, because I believe Hopkins is going to be number one overall as far as the lead scorer. I believe Hopkins at the end of, at the end of the year is going to be DeAndre. DeAndre Hopkins. I believe. DeAndre so would you Hopkins. take a bet one for one then? No, hundred percent. No. Uh, why? Why not? Because I don't feel that strongly about it. Why not? Because I don't feel that strongly about it. But see, I could easily say that. You just had a but hard time of saying I, that. If if I if I say to you, I believe I have a strong take that Zeke's going to be the number one overall scorer in fantasy, right? But not strong enough and, to bet. But I'm not going to take. I'm not going to bet against the whole field, Flex. That that makes absolutely no sense when you when you're betting. 
That makes absolutely no sense. I mean, what look, outliers could happen. Tom Brady threw 50 touchdowns four, four years ago. Can, is that out of the realm of possibilities that that could happen? Of course it can. Anything can happen. My point is that I'll, I would give you five players. I'll bet my one to your five that Zeke outscores those five. Those are fair odds. But it's see, this is what I'm saying. I'm not giving you the bet as an odds way. I'm saying how strongly do you feel I that, feel that strong enough that I could give you that I you could pick five players to my one. But the argument's not if he's going to do fair. He's not. But the argument, right? no, no, he's, he's, he no. But the argument, I'm going to be. It's a hundred percent that he's going to be the number one scorer in fantasy. But the argument's right. not. And that's that's silly. The argument's right, right, not that he's going to be better than five other players. The argument is how strongly do you feel that he's going to be the number one overall player? Very strong, but not strong enough to bet. Do you? Am I? For, am I going to say he's a hundred percent going to be the number one? Because in you don't feel strong enough to bet. That makes no sense, though. How does that, that not make, that no, makes do you no sense? You understand what I'm saying, though, Butch? I, I see what you're saying, and I know that, what he means. That, I know what that he means. That makes absolutely no sense. I know what he means, numbers wise and odds wise. I know exactly what it's he like means. He wants me to take Zeke, and he's going to take the whole board. But yeah, right. that's that, that, I, that, I, that makes no sense. You. But that you know what my point is. I'm trying to make. Right, I see what your point is, but you also what well, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Then you have to say Charlie does not feel that strong if he's not willing to take them. Because if he did, I'd uh, be like, you know what? No doubt. Boom! I'm taking him. I think Zeke's going to be the number one. The number one fantasy player of the whole year. Yeah, like if you if you like if you felt that strongly yeah, about you would it, take it, there'd be no doubt in my mind. I'll take that. Ba- yeah, I'll put money on that. I'll put money that he's gonna be. All right, but you see I, what I mean though, I, I would I would bet money on it. But what odds are you gonna give me? I'm not no, gonna I'm no, not gonna I'm, bet it one for one. Do you understand right. what I'm saying? That makes no sense. Odds. I'm not asking you but odds wise. If you're t- we're asking too me to we're too knowledgeable to have this discussion. We, we we know we know. If you're asking me to make a wager on it, I'm not gonna take a one for one bet on on the outcome of that happening. That makes no sense. Yeah, give me give me five. One odds, and I'll You're make the taking bed. It, you took it way further than I wanted it to be, and we were arguing about this for a while but yesterday. You, and I you was like, proposed Yo, the bet; I didn't. I proposed, it, but you're but you're looking as like more Look like odds, odds and gambling and all this other stuff. I'm not looking like that. I'm not a gambling man. I don't bet on stuff. I don't gamble. I bet on. Would you bet football. me one for one that the Giants are going to make the Super Bowl? No, I wouldn't. No, but if I bet you one to a thousand that they would make the Super Bowl, no, you would I take wouldn't. the bets. No, then you, you don't not, have confidence in your Giants because I'm not a betting man. Right, but I, I am. But, but so no, I, but I look see, at the odds. You're the exa- right. And I understand that. I I know that. You keep repeating to me stuff to try to get me to hear you. I understand what you mean. And I'm trying to tell you that yesterday. I'm just trying to get you to see it from my point, which is not an odds point, which is not is that how confident are you? And then all you had to say was But no, my, Flex, my brain you. doesn't work that way, Flex. That's not uh, the way my brain works. Like I'll worse, I'll take the bet, but I'm not going to take them at insurmountable odds. It makes no worse sense. Worse than my wife. <laughs> worse than my wife. Stubbornness. <laughs> Jesus, I'm already married. I don't need to. to get it's not about that. being stu- stubborn. It's about being smart. Uh, you want to make? I'll take the bet, but let's let's make it. Uh, I think it'd be fair if you do. I, I gave him five. You 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 trust your fantasy argument, football knowledge? So pick argument, five players. I'll take Zeke. No, because out of those five players, I think there is a stronger chance that he could be number one overall. Oh, now the conversation changes a little bit. No, it doesn't. Oh, out of those five players, I believe he could be number. one. I never said he couldn't, but I'm saying you you keep pushing that he's going to be number one overall. Yeah, because that's what I believe. 
but you don't believe it's strong enough to bet. And you're like, oh, but the odds. I'm not asking odds. How strong do you believe you're asking in me it? to make a one, one-on-one bet for that. That, that makes no sense. We're going to drop this because I, guarantee, I know you know exactly what I mean by it. And everyone else is like, all right, Charlie, we know what you mean. We get it. You have a point, Charlie. But that's not, the, that's not what Flex is getting at. Flex is getting at it a different way. He means it differently than the way you see it. That's what everybody who's listening right now is going to say. Charlie, calm down. Flex just means it a different way. You're right, Charlie. You are right. You're not wrong. I just mean it differently than you. Do you yeah. understand that? I, I understand, but our, <laughs> right. our brains that, just think differently. That's a great way to sum it up. I can't that, lie. That's, that's the best way I could just say it. That's what I was trying to tell him yesterday. Yo, Charlie. He's like, oh, but we'll do this. Charlie, I'm not trying. I told him, I'm not trying to make a bet. I just said it as, you know, anybody says that, oh, yeah, you want to bet? Like, I bet you right, could right. jump over these two cars. Yeah, I want to bet. <laughs> yeah, like, you right. know, like a little kid. That's what I mean it by. I don't mean, like, seriously, like, like about a big betting gambling thing. I'm not a gambler. I don't bet on things. I play fantasy football. But you football, throw the word bet out buy, there. You threw the bet out you there, took Flex. It way too much. You took it way too much. I, and, I, and I agree. To the bet, but I'm not going to agree to a bet on your terms. Right. I was like, trying to. No, I was like, trying that's to bet not him. the way the world works. You, you look at bets different. Than I, was trying to bet yeah. a, I was trying to bet. He's a, not a. He's not a gambling man. Though, I'm not defense. right, but that's how my brain works. I immediately you agree with you. But, I but, knew see, but you, as much as I, you go with but as much as I'm not a gambling man, I still get how your brain works. I understand that you have yet to understand what I meant. You're, the only th- point you're trying to make is for me to admit that there's not a hundred percent chance of him leading the league in fantasy points. That's basically your point. Oh God. Right, and if you do that, you could make a case about anything. And now we've spent 20 minutes talking about this, so let's let's move on with the podcast. The My boy wants to make that bet with you. By the way, I'll tell you about that later. Sure, he does. He, he wants. He, to he wants to take five players. He wants to bet you that he won't even be top five RB. Whatever he wants. He wants to bet you tickets to the game. So how are we gonna know? It's the last game. Of, oh, it's the last game of the season. It's the last game of the season. Yeah. He wants to bet you tickets to the game. Sure, mm. I already have tickets to the game. So no, 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 no. He'll else. send you to Dallas. The last game is at. Is in but he'll giant. send you to Dallas for next year. Okay. All right. We'll work it out after the show. <laughs> Good, good luck, Charlie. Uh, the emotions. Hope you the, bury this. The yeah, emotions running wild. Talk about burying the lead. We're supposed to get to two divisions. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. That's just like it didn't happen last week. Charlie gets uh, very emotional when he talks about his Cowboys, as you could tell. It's all right. It's all right. And Flex us. thinks that he could win every argument by being the loudest person in the room. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> Loud, smart, whatever you want to think. <laughs> Anyways. You guys are like a married couple. <laughs> I told you, I'm already married. We're already, I'm going to... Here from Charlie. Uh, anyways, so yeah, so going on, moving on with the show. Don't forget, once again, party people, as I keep reminding you, the Le'Veon Bell jersey is up for grabs. You know, uh, it's obviously, you know, it's a signed jersey. It's a jersey you don't want to wear. It wouldn't fit you anyway, Butch. <laughs> Thanks. Big, how'd you get that name? Nickname from when I was a kid, man. Just because you're just a big guy. Just a big guy. We played a game of Manhunt. I was barking. Barking, Butch. And Butch is like but, Butch the dog from, uh, from Looney Tunes. Because you're a the Warner big Brothers. guy. Yeah. Yeah, so. you grew up in in Queens, or I, I'm from Brooklyn, Williamsburg. Oh, cool. I'm born and raised. You still still out there? I still live there. Yeah, Williamsburg a little different these days. Big difference. Yeah, yeah. Big difference from when I grew up. How's that uh, shut down of the L train treating you? Yo, the hood is already like a lot of uh, stores and restaurants like in the area already like packed up and moved. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, I, I, from what I'm hearing through the grapevine, a lot of uh, people are asking for discounts and rent to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I work in real estate, and you've seen a lot of that for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So crazy. Cool. The gentrification has is in full swing. Yeah, oh, it's, it's been it's been in full swing. I like never go to Brooklyn for anything. Never no, do. Never no. do. Uh, anyways, so yeah, so let's finish up uh, talking about what we had the last time. Uh, I know we had like some scheduling uh, 
complications last time, and uh, we didn't, we couldn't finish the show the way we planned that out to. We were supposed to have a different segment today, but I gave you the heads up that we were going to change mm-hmm. it up. So then we're going to move it on, and then we're going to finish up talking about the AFC. No, NFC. Sorry. AFC is later. Yes. So we're going to finish up the, yes. AF, the NFC South and West, which you got to get into. So let's just dive right into it um, and talk about the NFC South, right? Want to do that? South, yeah. Who do you want to start off talking about with Charlie? All right, so I'll I'll start off talking about the uh, the Saints. Okay. So the Saints, the the Saints are poised to make another Super Bowl run, in my opinion. Like all the pieces are in place for them to not only compete for the um you know the division for sure, but number one seed in the conference. Um, they Drew Brees returns at 39 years old. He's showing no signs of slowing down. If anything, he's getting better. Um, last year he completed 72 percent of his passes, which was a league record. Now, uh, they returned the two-headed monsters, the two-headed monster with uh, Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram. Yep. Um, so, you know, and, uh, Ingram's out for the first four games. Everyone knows that. But once he's back, they're gonna, they may have the best running game in football along with that offensive line. Easily. Yeah. The other um, caveat here is uh, Michael Thomas. I expect Michael Thomas to take a big, big jump this year into that, you know, top five, maybe top 10, but maybe top five wide receiver in the league. Mm. Um, he's, you know, he's been incredible his first two seasons, uh, almost 200 catches his first two years in the league. And I just see nothing but upside for him. So I think the Saints are poised to have a big year. Last year, their defense was sort of middle of the pack. They had uh, 42 sacks and 25 takeaways. I think they're going to improve on the defensive side of the ball and definitely be in the mix for, you know, the number one overall seed in the conference. For sure, I agree. I definitely think they're gonna make a try to make a run for it. Yeah, Brees is getting better with age, man. Like yeah, it's he, crazy. The guy's thirty nine years old. His game, his game translate, you know, long term. Like he could play as he gets older because he don't really like. He's not really a slinger like that. Yeah, but he's not a mobile he quarterback. Right. He doesn't, you know, put his body in in harm's way. So, yeah, absolutely. So, Butch, let me ask you: What do you think about them adding um, Cameron Meredith? I think that's a good fit for him, man. Michael Tom, not not to change off Cameron, but Michael Thomas, I think I agree with Charlie. He's going to have a huge year. Oh yeah, from his peers, I love I love Michael Thomas. I'm a big Michael Thomas fan, without a doubt, hundred percent. But just you know, but now he's got Cameron Meredith as like his number two. I think it's a good change of scene for Meredith because Chicago's a graveyard for receivers. Yeah, yeah. Poor Allen Robinson. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) Although hopefully he has a good season too, Allen Robinson. Yeah, yeah, and then like um. I remember this to keep in mind too, because they did. Sean Payton did mention before that, you know, giving more touches to Kamara in Ingram's absence would be a mistake to do that. So he'll probably still use he'll use Kamara to get the bulk of it, of course, absolutely. Right. But he's not going to give him all of it. I'm sure Terrence West is going to be there to take away some, but I wouldn't recommend obviously drafting Ter- Terrence West. I mean, while Ingram's gone, because I don't think he's going to do. Because when Ingram comes back, I'm sure he's going to do damage. That definitely uh, fresh legs. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure he's going to do the damage, but. I don't know. I'm I'm still low on Ingram. I mean, last year, let's be real. Last year was his best year in a long time, mm-hmm. right? Is that agreeable? Uh, yeah, okay. I agree. Okay. Sure. Sean Payton does not like Ingram. He doesn't. He does not like Ingram. And remember, we all I a lot. It was really speculated that Adrian Peterson last year was really going to start taking over for the Saints, but because they saw what Kamara did, and especially Kamara's a pass catcher, because Adrian Peterson was never really like a pass catcher like that. Right. So it's like. To you know, but Ingram and touches for the most part have gone down, 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 down for mostly every year. And Sean Page just doesn't like him. He just doesn't. He's not an he's not a Mark Ingram fan. So I'm I'm still not big on him. I'm still not big on drafting somebody that's going to be out four weeks. Like guys, you would draft 
that are be out for weeks are like, especially at running back. Right. Those to me are like the stud running backs. Those are to me are like the Lev Bells, or like the Zeeks and the Johnsons. Like Lev Bell's a guy that can miss four games, come back, and still be a dominant running back. Zeke missed six games, and he still was a dominant yeah. running back. Like those are the guys that you could draft because not only is he missing a quarter of his playing time, he still splits his playing time with Ingram. I mean, with Kamara, sorry, Ingram. So it's like, I don't. I don't see that much value in Ingram. It's somebody that's not trust that that Sean Payton doesn't trust. That's going to miss four games, and it's going to split with Camara. So that's to me, that's the only person I would not draft out of uh, the Saints. That's to me. I would draft their defense. I would draft Breeze. I would draft Michael Thomas. I would draft Camara. I would draft Karen Meredith even like late late round. But that's it. Yeah, I mean, I would I would draft Ingram. You know, pr- based on his projection where would, he's going between you know rounds sorry. four and five. Um, I think he's still going to get a bulk of the goal line work. I think that, you know, even with him playing 12 games, let's say even for like a fantasy season, he plays 10 games. I still think he could put up running back two numbers. So I, you know, based on where he's going, would I take him in the third round? No, but like between rounds four and five, I have no issue taking taking Ingram there. I would take him for value. Like, yeah, depending on where he is. That's like, the thing. I, I don't. I don't. I would. I would take him for as I don't a value think, pick if he's there for sure. I don't think I see value in for him in that pick. I really don't. I don't. See, between I don't see uh, it. between rounds and four, you don't think there's value with him? No, I don't. No. I, I personally don't. Now, listen. I'm, is it to say that I could be wrong? Because there are some players that I really feel strongly about so much. Like I said, like Jimmy Graham to me is going to be outside the top ten. And I feel that so strongly oh. that I would bet on it. But he's going to be outside the top 10. At, at what odds, Flex? No, no, no odds. I would just bet on it. I would bet you straight up for it. I would bet you straight up for it that's going to be outside the top 10. I'm not looking at odds. Straight up. But the thing is, is that because I, I just don't – I could be wrong about Ingram. I strongly feel that I won't be. I just don't see value in him. Missing four games, splitting with Camaro. Doesn't even like him. Like you know, it's not like it's not like every year he's been killing. Like I said, like Zeke and like Bell, like are or like even Gurley. Those are the guys that can miss some games, and you know when they come back, they're gonna make up for all those points that they missed. Right. You know, yeah. I remember one year, um, Bell was uh, suspended before the season even started at four games, and I still took him in the second round, and I made the finals taking him in the second round because he's that type of player that he could do that. Ingram's not that guy. Yeah, I mean those guys catch a lot of balls too out of the yeah. backfield. So I mean, that, and Ingram doesn't do that. Really. Like, he he's not, like, he's not. Yeah, he could. Kamara doesn't more. Kamara doesn't more. They complement each yeah, other well. Sure. He's going like, to do oh, yeah. even more this year. And to I your point, so. I mean, you know, him coming back in week five with fresh legs, I, I think that gives him an advantage for the rest of the year. I agree. I, I can see him you know, being so, a bruiser down the line. Yeah, man. absolutely. Uh, I, I, closing out the season, those playoff games, just pounding the ball away. In real football on the field, they both complement each other very well, and they're both very good running backs for each other on the real football field. Fantasy wise, I do not trust Ingram. I don't think yeah. he's going to do anything with that. What are your thoughts on on Kamara based on where he's going? Is he going right where he needs to be, or is he going too high? Mm, I mean, he's I going got, like right around six. I heard you're taking him at fourth. I yeah, got the upside, so I mean, I could see you taking that pick. I personally wouldn't take him that high, just because you know he has another back. Yeah, back there. You know, I, I wouldn't take him at six either. I, I'd probably look elsewhere. I'll probably yeah. if I get the six pick, I'm probably looking wide receiver at that exactly. point. Yeah, exactly. He's been dropping a little bit in some drafts I've been seeing. He's been dropping like I I went uh, shout out to all my boys in Woodside once again because I just went to one of their drafts they had recently in Rathbones and I, he went down. No, no, not not that draft. Sorry, it wasn't that draft. It was our draft that we just had recently. Mm-hmm. He went to a, he went his eleventh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
he he dropped a lot. In Kareem that draft. Hunt and Fournette went over him, so he's yeah. been dropping a little bit from him. That, that's that's kind of crazy. I, I, I don't crazy. know if Fournette. I've been hearing a lot of people talk crazy about Fournette, like oh he's not healthy and they, they wouldn't take him. But I think he's he's a workhorse back. I think he's a workhorse back too because yeah. and, and and the main the main thing is besides how good he is, there's nobody else gonna take touches away. Yeah, I mean yeah. they're gonna take away like they do with every other running back. It's not like he's gonna get every single ball, you know, whatever. But it's just that he's not competing. Nobody's competing with him. Like he's not gonna fight with T.J. Yeldon. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Yeah. Um. All right, so with this in the Saints, so moving on. Uh, so let me, I'll talk about real quick. I'll talk about uh, the Buccaneers, and I'll talk about them why not because we ended up taking Mike Evans with our second pick. And I know mm-hmm. some people are like bull, not bullish. Look at you already. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to. I, say I was making that same <laughs> f- face. It's just trust me, but I mean, look, if, I, if he's there, I'm taking him. Not you, if he's there, yeah. I'm taking him. But he's not like a guy I'm saying to myself like, Ugh, right, I'm, right, I'm right. You don't feel pick. confident yeah. taking him. But but, but guys, like, talk about the Bucks, and then I'll get into Mike Evans. Yeah, it, well, that, that's the thing. So like. The biggest thing I want to say about the Bucks is the running back situation. Now, I don't trust any of them. Ronald Jones is going as the main one. Peyton Barber is listed at the starter. Starter. I don't trust any of them. I honestly, I'll be, I, and I could be wrong about this too, but I feel Ronald Jones is going to be a bust. Yeah, and it, it may, and it's not so much saying about his talent because he has some talent. I don't believe as much as like say Sony Michelle or Nick Chubb or. Are like uh, you know obviously Darius Geis who's whatever not playing now, right. but he has talent, but not enough to revamp that backfield. That offensive line is terrible. Yeah, that's a real bad, horrible offensive line. Horrible, horrible offensive line. So and it's going to be just a committee between Barber, Jaquiz Rogers, and um, Ronald Jones. I, I'm I wouldn't I don't want to touch any of those guys. I don't. I think Mike Evans is gonna have a bounce back year for the sake that I just think Mike Evans is too good of a player talent wise yeah, to have talent to have two bad years. Right. I think. And now if he has another bad year, this is where I was like, I I can't trust him anymore. We we were all wrong about Mike Evans. I just think that he's just too much of a good player to have two bad years in a row. And the the targets are there. He's going to get the majority target share. That's without a doubt. Mm-hmm. He's going to get the bulk of the targets is going to go there. So that's going to give him value alone. I think that he's, he's it's, it's very well to be taking him at the end of the second round. You know, after A.J. Green, after, you know, Michael Thomas, after Devontae Adams, that's fine. I think it's fair where he's going after the second round. I think he's going to be a wide receiver one because that's it. I don't think he got two bad years. And not for nothing, Deshaun Jackson is getting no love. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I mean... We did we did an eighteen round draft, you and I. And eighteen he, rounds. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and he went undrafted. No, he got drafted in like the eighteenth round. On the eighteenth round, yeah. But, but, but he's going yeah. undrafted in pretty I, much everything. Like I, why? I get made fun of. I, I draft him often because I feel like you know he's a home. He's a home. And last year was a bad year for me. He's like a home. He could he could hit a home run once in a while. You yeah, know? he's gonna break he could, a seventy yeah, yeah. seventy yard. I might get two receptions, but right, you know, right, seventy right. yard on a touchdown. But he's not someone big. you feel comfortable starting right. every year. Maybe you know matchup based. You know what I mean? Like if he's getting, Stream you know, if he's going against a, a corner, maybe he's got the advantage on. You could see it. Uh, but yeah, no confidence in you know playing him every week. No, I don't, yeah. I'm not saying to play him every week, but I think he's worthy of like a late round pick to have yeah. in your bench. If somebody's on a buy, somebody gets hurt. I think there's worse players that you could plug in on your team than Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, J- Jackson is he's also getting up there in age. You know, yeah, what I mean? he's not right, he's not too. the burner that he was. But he's not like useless. Ago. No, he's not washed. I don't think he's washed. But no. I mean, his whole game was predicated on just speed and you know running that nine route right by you. Right. And you know maybe he just can't get over the top of the defense anymore. I feel like they um 
I feel like a lot of people, obviously, right now it's pre-draft, right? I feel like everybody's staying away from because of Jameis Winston, right? You know, like everybody was going to kind of want to wait to see what the tape tells, like week five, six, when he comes back and see how good they actually do when he's there rolling. I personally think Tampa Bay's doomed because I just don't think they're going to be able. To, that's a tough division. I don't think they're going to be yeah. able to get it going. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be too late already. No. Yeah, like yeah, I, that division stacked. Yeah, that division is stacked. And like I said, I don't, I don't trust Jameis Winston even all that much either. To be honest with you, I, I, I really don't. And this is I, the year for him in Super Mario, bro. This is this is, <laughs> yeah. this is, this is, this yeah. is it'll bust. I mean, he's, sure. a, he's he, throughout his career, he's averaged sixteen point two fantasy points per game. It's all right, but from your quarterback, you want more. You know, yeah. you don't want like six sixteen point two. That's good for like your wide receiver too, or you know, like you, you, that's like good. Like right. if if your wide receiver two throughout the whole year sixteen, because you want your wide receiver one to give you like eighteen to twenty. You know what I mean? For your wide receiver two, you want anywhere between like. 12 to 16 points per game. That's good. This is, once again, that's all going as we always do, full, you know, full PPR. Uh, but that, that's what he's had. He's throughout his whole year is 16.2 points per game. And I just, I, I don't, I'm not crazy about him. He's out for three games. You know, I, I, the, only one I, the only one I was saying, I wouldn't even draft a defense. The only one that I would draft for them is just Mike Evans. That's, that's really the only player I would draft. Out of the, and, I, and Deshaun Jackson, late, late, late. Yeah, a flyer on, on Jackson. Yeah. That's it. Uh Go ahead, Charlie. What else? All right. So the uh, the Carolina Panthers last year, eleven wins. Um, and to me, I mean, I still think they're going to be good, but just based on the division, I think that they're going to take a step back. I see them more as like a you know nine to ten win team, and I, I think they're 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 a fringe playoff team, but I don't think they get there. Now they still have two cornerstone players. Cam Newton, I still think, is a top five QB in the league. And Luke Keekley is an all pro, you know, on, on the defensive side of the ball. Now, Butch is a better defensive player. What's that? You're a better defensive player, Butch. <laughs> facts, facts. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> now, as far as um, fantasy implications, um, I think I, I see a big year coming for C-Mac. Um, he had 80 catches last year. I, I project him for close to 100 catches this you said year. C-Mac, right? Yeah. Okay, no, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I heard D-Mac, and he's a friend of mine. It's my teammate. That's why. No, C-Mac. Christian I, McCaffrey. No, that's why I heard D-Mac. I was like, wait, you think my teammate's going to have a big year? I was like, what are you talking about? Shout out to D-Mac. Likes. Come on. Keep Not up good. with the acronyms. Um, so 80, 80 catches last year. I see him getting close to 100 based on just volume. And now, um, you know, Stewart's no longer there. So he may get a bump up in, in touches out of, you know, in rushes out of the backfield. So I really think that, you know, a big year is coming for him. Also, you know, this may be the best set of weapons that Cam Newton's ever had. You know, they got, you know, they have Torrey Smith, which, you know, he's not, you know, he's not nothing special, but at the very least he could, we know that he could take the top off of defense. Right, easily. Um, uh, DJ Moore, I'm actually really big on. I was, I was actually hoping that the Cowboys were going to take him at 19 this past year, but he ended up dropping down to Carolina at 24. To me, I thought he was the best wide receiver prospect in the draft. Yeah, you uh, thought he was better than Kevin Ridley? I, I think so. Because okay. I think that he mm. just... Um, you know, he's dangerous once he gets the ball in his hands. Okay. You know what I mean? So I think that there'll be targets there for him. And, you know, Greg Olson returning, I think that the the offense will be there. The defense, you know, they have arguably the, the best uh, top seven in the league, front seven in the league, I should say. And, you know, nothing's really changed. I mean, look, Peppers and Addison are on the ends. Pe- Peppers is 38, still giving, you know, offensive linemen nightmares. They're a little bit thin on the edge, and I think that's where teams are going to attack them a little bit, especially, you know, with those quick running backs that could get to the edge, like, you know, the Devontae Freeman, the Alvin and Kamaras. Those are the backs that could kind of give them problems. But I think that the defense will be solid. But at the end of it, I see them as a fringe playoff team, and they don't, they just don't get there because of the division that they're in. 
I, I, I agree with a lot of what you said. I love Christian McCaffrey, big time. Uh, yeah. I love Cam Newton, big time. Uh, you know, I, I, I've always been a fan of Greg Olson. I, do you, would you, now, Butch, would you trust Christian McCaffrey as your running back one? That's a question that most Ooh, people... Oh, I want to answer this. Ahead, Butch. That's, a, that's a tough one. Um, I, I want to say, me personally, he's big on my, on my draft board. You know, right. I, I like him because I think he's going to get the touches. You know, he, he catches balls out of the backfield as well. I don't think he's going to get the workhorse touches, though. Okay. I, I don't think he's built for that yet. Right. You know, I think he's he's only second year. I mean, I think he needs some more time. I would, though. I would take, he, I would take him and, ho- and hope for the best. He Let me shot ask up after his, like, long run, run. preseason. Yeah, right. he, like, everyone's in love with him. I like him before that, though, too. Yeah, I like but, the, but, I you know. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Right. If, he, if he gets 220 opportunities between rushes and targets, do you see him as a top 10 back? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, think he would make the most of those touches. Yeah. I think that's what it's going to be. I I think there's no doubt he's going to be a top ten because, RB because of like you said the talent around him. You know, game script when he gets the ball, I think he's going to yeah. do what he does. Right. I mean, he was a top. He was the tenth RB last year. Right. He was he was, he was the RB number ten overall. I mean, I I would have him as my RB one. I'm not going to say as far that I trust him mm-hmm. as my RB one. Mm-hmm. I did. I would still have him as my RB one. I just don't. I would like to have him more like if I paired him with like a Melvin Gordon. Or a Leonard Fournette, I would probably feel more comfortable if I was going to go that route in the draft. Right. If that's the way the draft was going. Right. I mean, I, I guess I've, I'm, I'm, I've always every year I'm always big that I never worry about having running backs. Like you have to have running backs early. I think there's plenty to get later on. I like having more stud wide receivers, mm-hmm. depending where the draft is and you know different strategies or anyone. But I just, I would take him as my RB one. I'm not going to go say as far as I trust them. Right. That's my RB. But he's going like right in the middle of the second round. He's he's moved up. He's going like towards like the end of end of the end, end of the sec- ah, blah. Beginning, Beginning of the second. Beginning of the second, yeah. Right. So if you're let's say if you're drafting towards like the later part of the first round and you get like a stud wide receiver and then wrap it right around with with a C Mac, you could be sitting pretty. Yeah. You know, like let's say you get like a you know, like an Odell at, at eight and then on the wraparound you get McCaffrey. I'll be I'll be fine with that. Yeah, me too. I, I would t- that's exactly what I would say. I, I would love him paired up with another stud just so I'd sleep better at night. Right, right. That's, exactly. that's my workhorse. All right. Uh, so finishing out the South now. So, Butch, let me get your intake on. You can tell me all about what you feel about the Atlanta Falcons. ATL. I feel like they are going to start maybe getting back on track. One of my questions for you guys, how do you guys feel about that two-headed monster of Freeman and Coleman? Because I've used them in the past. I've... I've had them both at one. I deployed them one one weekend, and everybody looking like you're a genius. You're a genius, and I, was, <laughs> I just happened to be lucky. Lucky with that one. Yo, it works. I, People it have works. deployed them both. And let me tell you, you know, getting back to uh, to daily, there's lineups that had both of them in there and that's that's, that's how you it. get like a really contrarian lineup you know not a lot of people are going to play two backs from from the same you know from the same team i mean later on in the year people caught on and you you saw it with them you saw it with the saints with ingram and kamara right, right, right. so yeah i mean i'm not mad at that at all i like i mean i think atlanta's gonna i think they're gonna be right back where they were people think they're gonna take a step back I mean, Matt Ryan, it, he's always been good, though. I can't lie. I, th- I think with, with Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, if he gets some burn, yeah. Austin Hooper, I'm big on. I, he's no, I think he's got tremendous talent. Yeah, I think um, the, and I, I have no numbers to back this up, but it's just just feeling just the eye test. I think Julio is is gonna have a monster year this year. He, I have love hate with him, man. Yeah, like, I, I, but his whole thing that's is he doesn't. Way to say he doesn't score. He doesn't get it. in the right. box. You right. know what I mean? But think about it. Like, look, the yardage is always going to be there. Now, if you bump up his touchdowns from like three to to eight to ten, 
he could be the number one receiver in the game. True, correct. You know? A lot of people are saying uh, they're they're projecting him maybe like around six, I want to say seven. You know, that puts him obviously wide receiver one. I mean, obviously he gets the touches, he gets the looks. I think last year the big thing was if you took away his the, the game we went for three bills, if you took that away, you know, he's a wide receiver too. Right, right. I think this year though, I think he'll be more consistent. You know, like yeah, no, no more like just every week. I think he's gonna pull work. And I, I think there's gonna be positive uh, touchdowns with, with him. Like I, I don't see him scoring three touchdowns again. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. I see him spreading out more. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I don't think he's going to score three touchdowns again, but I think Butch just said it perfectly. It's a love-hate relationship. I'm a Julio fan. I've always loved Julio. I would draft his Julio as my wife. I would, if if there, I would probably take him in, like, you know, in the first round. I mean, I have, um depending who's, you know, who I feel like taking, who I take in another draft, but right. I have him ranked as my fourth wide receiver overall because I, the way I have him ranked is Brown, Hopkins, Odell, Julio. That's the way I have yeah. him ranked. So it's like, I would, I I'd love him, but still at the same time, it's like a hate relationship because he doesn't get the touchdowns. I think he's going to do more than three touchdowns. I think he's going to just steadily do what he's been doing every year, and he's going to end up like at the end of the top ten. That's what I feel. What he's going to end up doing, right? You know? And if you know, at the end of the first round, if you're sitting there and you're not in love with any of the running backs that are left, like if you're not in love with you know Fournette or Hunt or or Gordon, or Gordon yeah. you know, I have no problem taking Julio. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's a workhorse. I mean, you know, like I said, you know, yeah. he's going to get. He's going to get his touches. Moving it wrong and uh, trying to finish out the the NFC West because we're not going to get time to get to the AFC because we just spent so much time talking about that bet, but that's fine. We're trying to figure out the bet. Flex. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. We, we, that is what we did. Uh, it's uh, we're everyday fantasy sports players. We're not professionals at this stuff. Anyways, uh, so just we'll get through the West as fast and as thoroughly as we can. So to talk about it first, uh, one team that I just want to touch on that I want to talk about is, I guess, the 49ers. I think it was like the most biggest thing to talk about because the other ones are kind of like – I guess it's kind of figured out in the other ones for the most part. But the 49ers, I think, is where the biggest question lies is in wide receiver. That's what I feel. You guys can tell me if I'm wrong. But people, Marquise Goodwin has been shooting up. In yeah, the he's been yeah. making one of the biggest jumps on ADPs. This is the thing now that only in, a, in, in traditionally, I guess you could say, and, and habitually, in a Kyle Shanahan offense, only one wide receiver thrives. And the other ones fall behind the waistline. They get to the back of the bus. And I still believe that Marquise Goodwin is going to be that of the future. But I think this year, Pierre Garçon, bearing any injuries, because he had a neck injury last year, you know that's serious, mm -hmm. any time. But I still believe that Pierre Garçon is going to be that guy. And I guess you could call it a favoritism because of how he had him as a great wide receiver. And not great, but a very good wide receiver in Washington. So I still believe that Pierre Garçon is going to be that guy, that one wide receiver that's going to thrive. In the Kyle Shanahan offense, yeah, and I, I think it's going to be a good one. But, and but, I don't yeah. think you're wrong about that. You know, I, I just he seems like you know Garoppolo seems like he has a connection with him. Me, yeah, I agree. I think I think Garoppolo favors him more. Yeah, I think Garcon is more of like a possession receiver. Yeah, and I don't see Jimmy really feeling comfortable going to him yet. Yeah, and there's a place for Garcon in that offense. Like he'll get all the underneath work. Um, so I, I still think he'll get a share of targets. But I just think that you know, at the end of the year, I think Goodwin will be the number well, that's one. That's what it is. Is that only only one wide receiver thrives in the Kyle Shanahan offense? Mm -hmm. So the thing is, if you pick Goodwin, he costs about like two rounds more right, than what right. Garcon cost you. You know what I mean? So it's like if you if you're taking Goodwin, like you're you're paying a heftier price, hoping that he's going to be. That guy, but I, I just I don't know. Mark Mar Marquis Goodwin I, right now is going as five oh two, and uh, Garcon's going in the seventh round or lower. No, Garcon's going in the ninth round. That's the big difference I'm talking about. Marquis Goodwin right now is ADP is in the second pick in the fifth round. So if you want to spend a fifth round pick, which that might be your flex player, 
mm-hmm. you're looking at on Goodwin. And what if he's not the wide receiver one on the team? What if Garcon is being the wide receiver one and he's going in the ninth round and you just spent the fifth round pick on a guy that, you know, can't get it. So yeah. I think, you know, you if you if you look at upside, I, I think Goodwin has more upside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's that's a little bit of a reach for him. I agree with you. All right, uh, yeah, and then Jerry McKinnon. I already told you how I feel about him. I do not trust Jerry McKinnon. Uh, if you want to, good luck for you. I do not trust him with the end of the second round or the beginning of the third. I really don't. If you want to take him, that's on he's, you. He's a tank, though. I, I think he might be might do work in that system. You're a tank. <laughs> I really mean that because you are a big guy. Anyways, uh, so going on. So Charlie, tell me somebody else you got to go because we don't have that much time left in the show. All right, so, so we really quick, it. I'm, I'm going to talk about um, the shiny new toy that everyone's talking about the uh, the Los Angeles Rams. Mm. Everybody's uh, you know dark horse. I don't even know if they're a dark horse anymore. anymore. No, not anymore. The cats right? out of the bag, Charlie. Yeah, Everything's good bag. with all of them. So um, yeah, they have legit Super Bowl aspirations this year. Yeah. Now, you know, the Wonder Kid, uh, Sean McVay, I mean, what he did last year was incredible. Like, taking the team that hasn't, you know, hasn't, you know, made the playoffs in a decade to taking them to, you know, a a championship and, you know, a playoff berth, really, really impressive. Um, I mean, look, we all know that the offense is going to run through Todd Gurley. Uh, He put up really impressive numbers last year. But the thing is this. I I mean, I still think that Todd Gurley is going to, you know, do work, of course. I see him, you know, regressing a little bit because I just don't think they're going to be in as many shootouts as they were last year. I mean, look, that that defense improved significantly. You know what I mean? Like they already had a stout defense and now you add three potential all pros to it. You know, so, you know, I know that we're, you know, running out of time, so we'll cut a little bit short. But I I think the Rams are going to be great. I think they have a chance to be the number one in the conference and legitimately could contend to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Butch, would you take Gurley over Bell? Uh, I did last year. It worked out, <laughs> and, I, and I won a chip, so I'm go- I would definitely go Gurley again. I have Bell Bell ranked higher, but I wouldn't. I I, I yeah. if I took Bell in, like we took Bell in one league, so if another league, if I had the first overall pick, I'm going to take Gurley because we already had Bell. But not even that. Yeah, I, I would like. I also love just because of the tweet he put out last year at the final game. He goes like, "There, like for all you guys who have me fantasy football, you're welcome." You're welcome. Yeah, right. That was the <laughs> yeah. best. That was awesome. Yeah, that I'd was... probably go Bell just because I think you know Gurley's going to regress a little bit. Uh, real quick, I agree. Good, yeah. I do think that Gurley might might regress a little bit, but also. Like for his team, the defense is so good that even if even if they're like shutting you out, you know, you run the ball to kill the clock. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like it plays into his strengths, right, right, right. His strengths as well. Yeah, absolutely. And then the other thing with them, I just forgot real quick is like, I mean, look, the X factor here is golf. You know what I mean? Yes. Like he took a big right. step up last year. Now you know his his offensive coordinator coordinator is not there anymore. The quarterbacks coach is not there anymore. You know, is there going to be an adjustment period with him? I right. mean, I know McVay is a, you know a wonder child, but you know if if he takes a step back. You know, the whole offense, right? The whole it, offense is going to suffer. You know, so True. I think anybody, everybody in the Rams is good. I think like you know, Brandon Cooks is draftable, uh, Robert Woods is draftable, Cooper Cup is draftable. Uh, you know, Jared Goff draftable. Uh, you know, you want to take your handcuff to Todd Gurley. Yeah. You take John Kelly as the handcuff to John Todd Gurley. Yeah. And of course, one of my favorite players to draft the Rams, which I hopefully I get him is Greg DeLeg. <laughs> Greg DeLeg, <laughs> you got to kick some doors. Cooks, too. Cooks could have a really, really big year this year. He could. My boy Stevie Boy took Greg DeLeg down in early, and I was like, "You took Greg DeLeg. He took Greg DeLeg." And he was like, "That he took some." You know, yeah, but I like Woods though. They're big on Woods. I yeah, th- I th- yeah. I, think, I like I Woods like more Woods. than Cooper Cup, but I, I do still favor Cooks because I guess of the w- range of outcome. And I think is uh, the ceiling's higher right. for Cooks, but I do agree with you that I do like Woods I a lot. I like Woods more. Uh, so moving on, Charlie, who do you want to talk about? Oh, no, you did. You talked about the Rams. So then I'll talk yes. real quick. I talked about 49ers. Uh, I'll talk about the Cardinals real quick. Life is Gerald. Love him. You gotta love Life is Gerald. Yeah, of right? course, you gotta love Life is Gerald. Jer- David Johnson, not for nothing, man. Like. 
At the end of the day, you want to talk about his injury last year? It is true. And Stefania Bell, who from ESPN, I do trust her a lot. What she says, oh, she took him all day. My little Bell, <laughs> <laughs> she's good. You'll hurt her, man. <laughs> but yeah, but but when she when she does talk about like injuries and stuff like that, like she's smart. Like when she said about Keenan Allen, and, I, and it's true, Keenan Allen's not injury prone. He's just, you know, uh, bad luck. He's unlucky. Right. And he said, I love Keenan Allen. I think he's fine. He's going to be fine. And he ended up being great last year. Right. And she says, guys, he only hurt his wrist. I mean, I know he had his knee injury before the season ended yeah. and all that. But that's true. At the end of the day, he hurt his wrist. He had a long time to get it back. You saw in the preseason, he's trucking through people. So I trust David Johnson a little more now. We've mm-hmm. seen him in the preseason. So David Johnson's all good. Life is Gerald's all good. Uh, but that's as far as it goes. I'm not trusting the defense as much anymore. New coordinator. They lost the Honey Badger. Uh, and and uh, yeah. the other wide receivers, uh, John Brown's gone. Was J.J. Nelson still there, right? He think he's still there. No? I know John Brown um, went to the Ravens. Yeah, I know that. Pretty I, uh, sure J.J. J. J. Nelson. But I, that, that's that's pretty much it. They don't have a whole lot of weapons. Uh, and they have Jaron Brown, the other one? J- Jared Brown, yeah, just something like that. Jerome, they have all the Browns. Yeah, yeah all two the Browns. Browns. Brown. Agreed. <laughs> and then, uh, but Larry Fitzgerald, I trust. I trust. I even trust Larry Fitzgerald to be my wide receiver one. To be honest with you, like yeah. if you went like running back, running back, and then you ended up grabbing Larry Fitzgerald. I'm, I think you're no problem with that. Larry Fitz. No, he's gonna. He's smart. who do you who do you think is on the center for them week one? I think it's gonna probably be Josh Rosen. I was gonna say that to you guys. I'm gonna ask you guys. I think yeah, it's I think be Rosen. so too. I don't. Even, I don't trust I think he's Rosen. Moving up, moving up fast. Man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't trust Rosen though. To be honest with you, I don't. But I'd rather a guy throw him out there. if he's gonna start week one, then let him go through the whole growing pains of the whole season and, and figure out the offense. Yeah, I, you know? I agree. And then moving on on to finish real quick with the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks. I do not trust. I, actually, excuse me. I take it back. I only trust Chris Carson. Only running back I trust. I advise you do not draft Rashad Penny. He's already hurt. Yeah. Before he even got hurt, he wasn't even listed as a starter. I think he was taken way too high. If I was a Seattle fan, and I'm a fan just because of the colors, because <laughs> I think the colors are dope. Let's be real. Those, those jerseys are <laughs> those ill. Jerseys are, those jerseys yeah. are ill. But I, I don't know why they took Rashad Penny so early. Why? I don't know why. And, and, and for a running game. You Russell Wilson runs for everybody, and you have no offensive line. And yeah, your offensive yeah. line is weak. <laughs> They're going to be throwing the ball a lot. You don't trust Baldwin? I mean, I know I like he's a little banged up. I like but... Baldwin, but I don't trust him as my wide receiver one. I think I don't think he just. I I I love Baldwin, and mm-hmm. I'm a Baldwin fan. I've won a championship with Baldwin before. I have no problem with him. I just don't like him as a wide receiver one on my team. Like if I took running back, running back. I, I don't like taking him as my main wide receiver. You know what uh, I mean? He's going towards the end of the second round, beginning of the fir- beginning of the third. That's fine, but I I just think he's just going to get you know a tons of opportunity. He he may yeah. get he may the lead the league in targets yeah. this year. I agree. You know, I, I so I, I don't know about leading the league in targets because Russell Wilson does so much damage with his legs that he was, he's going to you know carry the whole offense. To me, to me, I, yes, Doug Baldwin is draftable. I just don't trust him for how high he's going. Um, you but, don't trust Russ either? Russell? Uh, Russell, say, Russell, Russell oh, Wilson. Top five QB every yeah, year. I was gonna say. See, now he's dropping down a little bit, Doug Ball. He's going like in the middle of third round. That's fine. His average ADP is 307. That's fine. That round there, that's fine. But yeah, I'm okay with him there. But I would mm. take him. I feel more confident with him as my wide receiver, too. But I trust Russell Wilson and Chris Carson. That's as far as it goes. Their defense, no longer draftable, right? No. No longer no draftable. Way. All right, so then that's all the time that we're going to have about finishing that up. Uh, just real quick, though, what we do, because we do have like what, like two minutes left, right, Mike? More or less, right? <laughs> yeah, just about. All right. All right. So that's all the time we have for today. We're going to get into the next show. I know I told you we we're going to do AFC, and I'm sorry to bring you into that it's because you were just here in the middle of the Charlie and I's little <laughs> debate argument. But it's always fun. We we get we go through this through text messages, which is annoying. That's the worst part is that we do this through text. One time we were arguing about something else. I had to call him. Like, listen, all right, I got to tell you this. Stop. You know, I had to call him and just argue with him. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but it's fun. We, we do it as friends. Um, so we do this thing where we do top five, right? 
Yes. That's what we're going to start. Five, do- top five. Top that's five. what we started doing now. We're doing top five. And since you're here as our guest, I want to give you the chance to answer the top five that I came up with for today. And since we're all Italians here, you both being full Italian, <laughs> me being half Italian, but you being the whitest guy in the room besides Mike, it's just a Charlie. It's just, but uh, I want to ask you as an Italian. I don't know what that has to do with Italian, but God. Well, no, because this is how we relate. We got to dark skins. <laughs> you know? Um, what are your top five? In or- well, you can put them in order if you can. Mm. Italian mob gangster movies. Oh, oh. See Charlie, I know. Like, look, look, he's smiling right now. Go to YouTube and watch this up on YouTube. Better Fantasy Barrel. He can see Charlie. Mm. Oh, I like this question. <laughs> I wish it was for me. He's turning red. You're turning red so, like a shirt. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, number one. I mean, I'd have to say Godfather. Okay. The, ori- the original. Uh, yeah, the first one. Okay. Okay. I'm not mad at that guy. I'm gonna say you could put Godfather two in there up there if you want to because a lot of people say it's better than the first. I'm gonna, I'm gonna round off the five. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say Goodfellas is probably two. Yes, okay. love Goodfellas, greatest movie ever. Mike agrees. My, my <laughs> movies. Um, what's the other one I'm thinking of? I don't know. You tell me. Don't ask me. Casino. Casino's up there. I yes. Casino. Godfather two. Uh huh. And last would be. You know my favorite movie? You want to put it up there? Because my favorite movie, my favorite movie of all time, would be number one for me. What's your favorite? Bronx. Oh, no. oh, I gotta tell him. <laughs> you know, you're right, right. I, I, I'm drawing blank right now, but it's yeah, right. yeah. Right. Bronx is definitely up there. It's, yeah, you're it's right. tough to do it under the gun. So but I, that, yeah. that's that's the point of these questions. We ask you under the gun to try to get it. Okay, I'm like Mike. Throw him in the bathroom. <laughs> put him in the bathroom. <laughs> We're gonna do that segment throughout the year. We're about players that we don't want no more, like our teams. Like, we, like if we want to drop them, I told him we're gonna do segments that they like put him in the bathroom. He's like, no, 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 no. This face, I don't want this name. Look at this lineup, no more. Put him in the bathroom. Him in the bathroom. Like, you can't put him in the bathroom. Jimmy Green's a bit in there. I don't care. You put him in the bathroom, all right? I don't want this name looking at my lineup no more. Okay, he's no good. Get him out of here. I need the mush. Real quick, you set it up, Mike. I'll tell you when the party. But real quick, I'll just tell you about the Bronx. I don't know if a lot of people knew this. I don't know if you knew this. You know Eddie Mush. That mm-hmm. On the show, yeah, that's on the movie. I mean, that's the real life Eddie Mush. Most of the guys are in Chaz Palminteri's crew, who was in Sutney's crew. Those are his real friends growing up, and that's the real Eddie Mush. They didn't want to get him. They ended up getting him because they couldn't find somebody, anybody else to replace him. He's like, fine, we'll get the real Eddie Mush. They got him. As soon as his first day came on set, it rained for two weeks straight, and they were delayed. <laughs> they said he mushed not true, true story. True story. He mushed yeah. the movie. All right, Mike, you go ahead and play us out here. <laughs> Butch, thank you so much for coming in here today. We me. want to have you back here on the show. You want to come back for to the sure, show? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, thank I you, Butch. It. it was fun. Even if you didn't want to come Butch. back, you have no choice. I don't care how big you are. I'm still taking down, Butch. All right, party people, once again, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at BNB Podcast, on our Twitter at Podcast BNB. Sign up, <coughs> subscribe to us, hit us up any way you want to get yourself that Lady on Bell jersey. You only have a few more weeks to get it. It's going to week one, we're giving it Season's away. Season's almost here. Season's almost here. In week one, we give away the Lady on Bell jersey. Get yourself that jersey. Subscribe to us. Thank you to all our supporters, and thank you once again, Fantasy, Barry, Fantasy Bureau. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless. Charlie Chase, you want to say goodbye? Charlie Chase, baby. Bureau, next time. You want to say goodbye, Butch? This is Butch saying peace out. Thanks <laughs> for having me. See you on the side of the other. Peace. Peace.